Hey, good morning, church. We are so glad that you decided to join us. It is Easter 2020, and we are glad that you are with us today. Hey, if it's your first time, we want you to know you are our guest, and welcome to Hope Church. If you call Hope Church your home, we are so glad that you guys are here today, and welcome to Easter 2020. I want to thank our teams for working so hard this week, and really the last three or four weeks to give our, um, our opportunity for us to have church and Wherever you're at, you get to have church, whether you're watching from your phone or your Facebook or you're watching in your living room or your bedroom, your kitchen, you get to have church because of our team. I am so thankful for our team and all the work that they have put in for these Easter services and all the services that we've had leading up to us. If you didn't know, there's a preschool service and there's an elementary service. We'd love for you to go to our YouTube channel and, um, and look, at, look at those services with your kids or give those to your kids to watch. I know they will be better for it. And, um, and I know that God will do something, speak to them in a way that is relevant to them. So we're glad you're here today. Hey, um, I want to let you know we're doing something super special today. Every time we do Easter, uh, we ask people to share the, the message. And so usually when people come to Hope Church, we say, hey, would you share? Would you check in? And, and today we're doing something special. Um, if you would share the message today, whether it be on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching, if you would share that message today, for every share that goes out, we're going to provide a meal for one of our structurally challenged friends right here in our city. That's people that struggle with homelessness or people that don't have meals. We're going to donate a meal um, to those uh, families, to those individuals that need a meal in partnership with our, with our friends over at Matthew's Hope who serve a lot of the structurally challenged and the homeless people in our community. So for every share, we're going to send out a meal um, this coming week to, to our friends. Last week, um, we were able to provide 100 uh, breakfast uh, meals and, and help with the 100 lunches uh, for those friends of ours that are structurally challenged. And we want to be able to do that again this week. And one of the ways that we'll do that is if you hit the share button, we'll send out a meal for every single one of those um, families that are struggling right now in, in this season with trying to get a hot breakfast or, or lunch or, or dinner. We want to help them with that. Hey, you look great today, by the way. I want to let you know, I, I, I can see you through the camera. I know you put your Easter best on today. I know you got those pants on, or I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she says, as long as you're dressed from here up, you're looking good. That's that new Zoom life. So maybe you've got a shirt on, or maybe you have your pajamas on, you have a tie on. I love to see the pictures later. So whatever your Easter outfit is today, we would love to see a picture of that so we can see what you're rocking with on Easter Sunday. But you look good. Would you turn to your neighbor and tell them that you look good? And if they're not wearing an Easter outfit, just give them a judgmental look and say, that's all you got for Jesus. That's all you got for Jesus. Man, we are so excited that Easter's not canceled because heaven's not canceled and eternity's not canceled. So we are meeting today. We are celebrating Resurrection Sunday. Last week, we started a brand new series called Jesus is King. Jesus is King. And last week, we looked at the unexpected and the unlikely arrival of the King. And today we're going to go on a little bit further and talk about something a little bit different. We're going to talk about the weight of a king. The weight of a king. I brought a weight today. I don't know where you're at today in your fitness journey, but a lot of you guys in, in this season, you're, you're out lifting weights and maybe you're out exercising or you're running around and you're doing some weights. Maybe you're doing some dumbbell curls and you're getting those biceps looking good, or maybe you're doing some shoulder to overhead, and you're getting those shoulders looking really, really good, or maybe you're like me, uh, this is the most workout I've done all week long. Maybe for you, your weight is just sitting on your lap, and 
This is the most weight I've picked up all week long and maybe you're not running, maybe you're not exercising, maybe you're not curling, maybe you're not doing shoulder to overhead or maybe you're not doing ground to overhead, but I wanna let you know that Jesus carried a weight for you and Jesus carried a weight for me. And so I wanna talk about the weight, the weight of being a king, the weight that Jesus had to carry for you and for me, the weight. Last week was the unlikely arrival of a king, the unexpected arrival of a king, and today is the weight that a king has to carry. So if you have a Bible, Matthew chapter 28, verse one, the verses will be on the screen for you if you don't have a Bible. Matthew 28, verse one, early on Sunday morning, on a morning just like this, thousands of years ago, it was morning time, about 2,000 years ago, and a new day was dawning, and Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they went out to visit the tomb. Now it was a custom to go back to the tomb to check on the body to put some fragrances on it and some oils on it to make sure it smelled good and the body would last a long time. So Mary and Mary Magdalene and Mary went back to go and see Jesus' body. And suddenly there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven. He rolled aside the stone and he said, I don't know how much that, that stone would have weighed to move across it, but the Bible says that angel came from, from heaven down to earth and there, there was an earthquake that happened. It shook the ground and whenever God moves, things move and earthquakes happen and, and, and all kinds of things can happen. But whenever that happened, the Bible says the stone was rolled away. What a strong angel. I want to let you know today, wherever you're going through right now, there's an angel that's watching. God is watching you. He has angels watching on you. He's protecting you. He's right there with you. And a stone was rolled away. His face shone like lightning. This angel that came down, his face shone like lightning and his clothing was, was as white as the snow. I mean, he had a fresh looking Easter outfit on. He was looking sharp. The guards shook with fear and then they fainted. The guards passed. They were there. There was two guards there. They were watching to make sure no one would come and steal the body because this was Jesus, King Jesus. And, and the Bible says that this guy, the, the guards, they fainted. They passed out. Verse five, then the angel spoke to the women don't be afraid. Easy for you to say, angel. They're terrified. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. And he said, he isn't here. I wanted to preach a message called he isn't here because I just love that phrase. He isn't here. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say he isn't, he isn't here. He's not in the tomb no more. He rose victoriously. The Bible says he is risen from the dead just as he said it would happen. Thousands of years ago, it was prophesied that Jesus would raise from the dead. He would be crucified and buried and rose again. And it is now happening just as he said it would happen. Come and see where his body was laying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he was going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. So this angel says, hey guys, Mary, Mary, he ain't in there. Go tell the disciples that he's gone, that he's not in there anymore. And the Bible says that the verse eight, the women ran quickly from the tomb. They were frightened, but they also were filled with joy. You know, that that's where we find ourselves at right now in our, in our time, in the season that we're in now. Maybe you feel a little bit frightened, but you also have a little bit of, a little bit of joy. But I want to encourage you today that you, there's a lot to be joyful for. If you have salvation today, there's a lot to be joyful for. If you don't have salvation yet, at the end of our time together today, you're going to have an opportunity to receive salvation. The Bible says that he, these guys were a little bit frightened, but they were a little bit, they had a little bit of joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. Verse nine, and as they went, Jesus met them and he greeted them and they ran to him and they grasped his feet and they worshiped Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, don't 
be afraid. We told you guys at the very beginning of the season that we're in right now that there's, the Bible talks about not being afraid over 365 times. And here we are. We see that phrase again. Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. He says, hey, go tell the guys that Easter is not canceled. Go tell the guys that the risen king is moving and talking and alive and well. Tell them to go to Galilee and I will meet them and I will meet them there. I want to give you three things about the weight that Jesus had to carry. I want to give you three things that, that Jesus had experienced or we see here in this passage or we see today on Easter. And here's the first thing. Number one, Jesus carried the weight of being a king. Jesus carried the weight of being a king, a weight that you and I wouldn't have to carry. Jesus carried the weight of being a king. Now, here's what I know about a king. A king has to make all the right decisions all the time. You and I, we're not always the best at making decisions. We're not always making we're not always good at making right decisions, but Jesus had to make the right decisions all the time. The kings, they had to be on all the time. People were always watching. A king had to be on all the time. He had, they were, people were watching them. People were always watching Jesus, and Jesus lived this life victoriously. People are always watching. People are always watching a king. And here's the third thing about a king I see here is that kings have to have to be almost perfect all the time. Kings have to be almost perfect. All the time, there's only one king that was perfect their whole entire life, and that king, his name was Jesus. Jesus carried the weight of being a king. Here's the second thing. Jesus carried the weight of the cross. Jesus carried the weight of the cross. On Friday, Jesus was beaten, and he was, um, and he, his body was beaten beyond recognition. He was flogged. He had a trial that day. People made fun of him. They laughed at him. They cursed him, and, and then he had to carry the cross for you and me. Jesus had to carry the weight of the cross. On the cross, he had to wear nails in both of his hands. He had to carry nails in his feet and he had to have a crown of thorns on his head. On the cross, Jesus had to carry the weight and he had to carry all of your, all of your baggage on the cross. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, you were on Jesus' mind. I was on Jesus' mind. So Jesus had to carry the weight of being a king. He had to carry the weight of the cross. And here's the third thing. Jesus had to carry the weight of your sins and my sins. Jesus had to carry the weight of our sins. He did that for you and he did that for me. You know, the weight of the sin that you carry in your life, the things that you've done wrong, the stuff you said, the regrets that you had, all the sins that you've committed, you're not even strong enough to carry your own weight. You, you, you're not strong enough. There's not enough good deeds that you can do. There's not enough prayers. There's not enough good things that you can go out and do to carry the weight of your sin. Only one person can carry the weight of your sin. His name his name was Jesus. It was our weight. Our weight was too heavy for us to carry, but Jesus was strong enough to carry the weight of your sins and for my sins. And you know, your sins and my sins, it sent Jesus to the cross. Jesus carried the weight of our sins. You know, if you're watching today, you might be thinking, man, I, man, that sounds awesome that Jesus would do all those things. And, but I don't even know that he, I don't even know Jesus is my Lord. I don't even have, I haven't even recognized Jesus as my savior. I, I see a lot of people celebrating Easter, but I don't even really know the true the true meaning of Easter, the true meaning of Easter is that Jesus came as a king. He died on the cross for your sins and my sins so that we can have an eternity with him. Jesus got off that cross three days later. The tomb was rolled away and he went to heaven. He's in heaven waiting for you and I to get there. Now you might be asking yourself the question, Wes, how in the world would I get to heaven? I can barely get any, anywhere without using the GPS on my phone. I want to tell you how you can get to heaven. I want to tell you how you can have peace on this earth. I want to tell you how you can have a relationship with Jesus. It's as simple as a, it's a three-step process that we've been sharing with you the last few weeks. And, and the letter A is that you have to admit 
that you're a sinner. You have to admit that you've done wrong. We've all done wrong. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says, we've all sinned, we've all missed the mark. You have to admit that you've done wrong. I've done wrong. The people in your living room, they've done wrong. And you, my friend, you've done wrong. We've all done wrong. And because of that, there's a punishment. But the good news is Easter. The good news of Easter is that Jesus came and he took care of the punishment for you and he took care of me. Letter B says you have to believe that. You have to believe that Jesus died on the cross and he rose again three days later for your sins and for my sins. Do you believe that, say, friends? You have to believe that. You have to admit that you've done wrong and you got to believe. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says that he commended his love toward us. Even though you were a sinner, I was a sinner. Christ died for you. You have to admit that you've done wrong. You have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And then letter C, you have to commit your life to Jesus. Have you ever committed your life to Jesus? You know what will be the best Easter of your life? The best Easter of your life will be today if you commit your life to Jesus. Well, that's how do I do that? You have to admit that you've done wrong. You've got to believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again for your sins. And then let us see, you've got to commit your life to him. Commit your, tell him, God, I, I want you to be the leader of my life. I want salvation. I want to be, I want to be saved. So if you're watching today and you say, Wes, I, I'd love that. I'd, I'd love to be saved today. I'd love to have a relationship with Jesus. I'd love to know how to find eternal peace. And I love to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes right where you're at. And if you're under the sound of my voice, say, would you pray this, this short prayer and asking Jesus to save you of all your sins? Dear Jesus, I admit that I've done wrong. I've sinned against you, God. But today, I believe that you died and you rose again for my sins. I believe that. I believe that you are the Lord of Lords. I believe that you are the king. I believe that you're reigning. I believe you're in heaven preparing a place for me. I believe that you died for me, Jesus. And today I want to commit my life to you. So Jesus, you can have my life, have my thoughts, Lord, have all my actions, and I'm committing my life to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, if you made that decision today to accept Christ as your Savior, we are so excited for you today. You may say, Wes, I, I want to ask Jesus to be my Savior, but I got a few more questions. If you have any questions, would you message us on whatever platform you're watching us from today? And, or would you go to our website? You can go to hopewintergarden.com slash knowgod. There's more information on how you can follow Christ as your Savior. You can commit your life to Jesus. If you have any questions, message those to us. Hey, happy Easter. We are so excited for you. We are glad that Easter is not canceled. We're glad that, that Jesus did not stay in that tomb. He rose again and he lives victoriously in heaven. He's preparing a place for you. He's preparing a place for me. And one day we will meet him in heaven. I love you guys. Happy Easter. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today for Hope Church Online. It is because of your generosity that we are able to help those in need in this season. If you would like to continue giving, you can give online at hopewintergarden.com or by texting an amount to 84321. Don't forget, all of our Zoom community groups will be meeting this week. Make sure to get connected today by visiting our groups page at hopewintergarden.com connect. We believe the best is yet to come, and we hope you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Thanks for joining us, and have a great week.